This is Mindset for Success, a We Global Studios podcast. We explore the familiar, but not often talked about, deep-rooted emotional experiences that successful females have when setting up their businesses, and we learn how they overcame them. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie Knudsen, and I'm very happy to welcome to today's show, Kirsten Hund Blair. Welcome, Kirsten. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Dr. Leslie, for this wonderful opportunity. Kirsten is the co-founder and CEO of Lambent Data, a social impact software company. She's led and managed in in entrepreneurial nonprofits with national and local scope, plus consulted at McKinsey and Solo. Via her work, education, Harvard MBA 89, MPA 89, Princeton 84, and other engagement with community members, she continues to seek ways to collaborate with others to improve our communities and world. Kirsten, would you mind sharing with our listeners a bit of your entrepreneurial journey, which you describe as being nurtured in some ways by your parents and your upbringing? Sure. Thank you so much. My parents, who are now deceased, expressed several themes that have been so important in this entrepreneurial journey. Community building, um, diversity, listening to others, and also risk-taking to create positive change. My dad, who was a first-generation college uh, on the GI Bill uh, coming back from World War II, was a Lutheran pastor with an ecumenical perspective. And my mom was a writer, producer, and on camera during the early days of educational TV. So she would tell me stories about bringing me into the TV studio when I was a toddler. And when I was three and my brother was just a baby, we moved to Taiwan where my dad was teaching Taiwanese students who wanted to be pastors. And then my mom started a TV show for kids uh, with a veterinarian and other you know, children and, and animals on the show. And so you know, from a very early age, we were making our home in this you know, place that was different from where we had grown up. And this really required a lot of risk-taking and listening and, and working with people with different perspectives for a common goal. And this really continued even when we came back to the States and eventually settled in southeastern Virginia. My dad pastored a church that was very involved in different social justice, including racial justice issues and integration. My mom was teaching at a community college and she developed a whole like college faculty exchange program between the community college and a university in the Czech Republic. And then also separately between the community college and a university in China. And so over the course of my growing up and mostly this was after my brother and I had gone off to college, she had lived in both countries for months at a time My dad joined her at times, and then we even had um, faculty members living in our home, you know, from these other countries. And so these continuing themes of community building for social justice and diversity and creating new programs to address needs 
were all ones that I kind of um, internalized and were important as I was in high school and then college at Princeton with various social justice programs and then also at grad school. And one interesting point at, at Harvard Business School and, and the Kennedy School, at that time, there was not a double program. So I had to kind of navigate to do both of those programs. And then also, I saw with some of my other friends the need for various consulting work that nonprofits in the local community would need. And so we formed a volunteer consulting organization for local nonprofits. And that actually continued after we left, you know, for many years and then was eventually incorporated into the Harvard Business School Social Enterprise Initiative, where it continues to thrive. It occurs to me as you're talking all about the challenges, but also the learning opportunities you feel like you've gotten through both your parents' teachings and also your degrees. Your undergraduate and graduate degrees, both at Princeton and Harvard and the Kennedy Center, set you up to work in a traditional role with a steady income. However, you've decided after some time out in the world working that you, you wanted to start your own company. And I wonder if this came with some risk for you. Sure. <laughs> uh, of course, that, that's definitely the case. And I think that as I think about risk, it's really, I mean, I love the excitement element, but it's not that excitement element that's the main driving force. It's really the impact and the need. And so over the course of my career in managing and leading these different nonprofit organizations and then the business consulting, I had engaged with hundreds of other practitioners in social services and healthcare and thousands and thousands of families being served. And so getting to the point of co-founding Lambent Data, I, you know, had had been seeing this need that 40% of the families in this country are struggling to make ends meet. That's a statistic that's through the National you know, United Way research and borne out in a lot of different ways. But people who are juggling healthcare, jobs, education, uh, financial literacy, all of these things, while also trying to nurture their kids. And at the same time, we recognize the other problem that healthcare costs are enormous over a trillion dollars that are spent by hospitals alone. And this is a key reason that hospitals are moving towards a more value-based care model, which, and, and emphasizing more about the social determinants of health and preventive care. But at the same time, you know, the, this is all part of the idea of, of founding Lambent Data. At the same time that these providers are trying to help the families the case management systems that they are using are not really robustly engaging the, the families in terms of those end goals and milestones. And so that is why we, we founded Lambent Data and developed the Outreach Collaborative Software Platform and App with data analytics. So in some ways, there's a sense that the risk to found Lambent Data is worth it because of the impact that you expect and hope to make by taking the risk. Exactly. And it comes out of some of your parents' role modeling. 
Right. I mean, to <laughs> to move you know, in the late 60s over to a country where they had never been, uh, you know, with two young children. Obviously, it was in the context of working with organization, you know, church, etc. So it was not just kind of going out without any kind of an approach or system or, or support group, but it was still a risk to take. And then, just trying to be there. And even with my mom, with the TV show that she did, that was not something that she initially had planned to do. But just in talking with other people and various Chinese um, and, and Taiwanese people involved in that broadcasting area, they uh, ended up starting this show. So, and I think doing things that were new and taking risks, but for a common positive goal. Growing up in Taiwan, do you remember feeling like you fit in? Not all the time, certainly. Mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. you know, obviously being um, a Caucasian American who didn't really speak the language, although I did pick up obviously some and my parents had studied um, Chinese before going over. Certainly it's always a, a situation of seeing diversity and really uh, valuing that. And then, I mean, even coming back home, uh, so to speak, to the States, I also didn't necessarily fit in because mm -hmm, a lot mm -hmm. of the kids in the schools where I attended had not had those ex international experiences mm -hmm. that, that we had had in our family. And so I think part of it is just that sense of the, you know, that saying of uh, think globally and act locally that, mm -hmm. you know, my parents always had that kind of a sense of broadening and, and trying to have people with different perspectives and different backgrounds. And also Lambda data reflects that too, in the certain, in the sense that it's, it, it reaches out to, I would imagine a culturally diverse population. And you've used a number of experts in the field to kind of help diversify the data, the perspective that you're looking at, at assessing and promoting. Sure. And then, you know, my colleagues are fantastic. The, our staff, our um, board advisors, all of us do come with different perspectives and different backgrounds. Also, we've had wonderful pleasure of a number of interns from Princeton University and other universities who have been fantastic in bringing their own lived experiences as well as skills into what we are doing. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we are always talking with social service providers, and we're excited to be in um, great conversations with a hospital network, all of whom are, are very excited about what we're doing. It also occurs to me that you have, you are very social. You have high sociability and you use your social capital to bring in like-minded people who have these diverse backgrounds like yourself and that that's part of the thrill and maybe thrill is not the right word part of the excitement for you is to get on the team lots of different people it's absolutely true and and it's and it's wonderful i i think that part of the of what unites us is an overall sense of wanting to engage and come alongside families who are struggling and come alongside social service and healthcare practitioners. So even with our various 
skills and backgrounds and perspectives, we still have a uniting purpose. And, mm-hmm. and that helps us <laughs> through those mm-hmm. late nights and, and, uh, you know, weekends of, of working, and it becomes a pleasure really to work with. Right. And the challenges are made easier by the resource, the resourcefulness that you have, but also the people on your team have. Absolutely. And then sort of that t- tenacity of continuing down that path. And I, I've noticed this with myself, but also with some of our other team members of just, um, I mean, it's it's kind of a balance, right? You, you have a structure and you have a goal, but you always have to be listening and trying to adapt to get that, you know, so-called um, product market fit, which has, you know, we've been able through the Mass Challenge Accelerator and through mm-hmm. other interactions with our early adopter organization and, and others to really hone and and develop these different features. And so it's exciting to be in that space where people have that tenacity to sort mm-hmm. of figure out something if something's not working or if also just even to get perspective from our users. So one example is our early adopter organization is national organization serving teenage parents. And so one of the parents in one of our feedback sessions had said, well, there's a lot of different milestones that we have set up in our tool for people to pursue housing and education and jobs and you know, bite-sized goals and all of these. And people can do their own custom things. But she said, I really want to see some more fun milestones. <laughs> I want to learn how to bake and I want to do different things. And of course, she could set that up herself. But we've now built in some more mm-hmm. templates on that as well, of uh, the, the fun element of things. Um, believe it or not, Linda, we're at the end of our time. Again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be on it with me. And could you let the audience know a little bit about how to find more about you and Lambent Data? Absolutely. Come visit us on our website, which is lambentdata.com, L-A-M-B-E-N-T-D-A-T-A.com. And you can reach me at Kirsten at lambentdata.com. We are also on LinkedIn, I personally, but then also our company is on LinkedIn and Facebook. Our company is also on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Thank you again so much and have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. And I do want to thank you and uh, also Fernanda Carapina at, uh, you know, We Global Studios. It's really been great to engage with other fellow entrepreneurs, as well as, of course, the the broader Lambent team and uh, family and so on, and everybody that we work with for better outcomes. That's nice. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by We Global Studios, the first startup innovation studio and digital DIY startup platform for women entrepreneurs around the world. For more information on our guests, this podcast, and many other female founder programs, please visit weglobalstudios.com. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie Knutson. Please drop me a line at mindsetforsuccess at weglobalstudios.com. See you next week.